<laughs> this is the Com- <laughs> the Comic Chaos Podcast, episode sixty. I'm Thomas. I'm Dakota. I'm Jaden. And I'm Matt. We're just a couple of everyday guys trying to become better versions of ourselves. Welcome to our conversation. Amen. This the world is chaos. Show or feel no nervousness, anger, or other strong emotion. Complete disorder or confusion. We're not only training our, you know, our defensive mindsets, we're also working in, you know, in our spiritual lives and trying to make ourselves better human beings. that he's terrifying he sounds like a freaking bear the beagle bark yeah whenever he howls yeah yeah welcome back to the comic chaos podcast episode 60 i hope everyone had a fantastic easter sorry we didn't post an episode but we were all with our families having a good time um but yeah okay so let's let's get right into this question that first of all okay we're outside yes we are so outside. ignore the motorcycle and the dogs barking, and it's just too nice to not be outside. Yeah, it's the first like beautiful nice, weekend, nice week uh, of the year. Yes. I went straight from February to July in like two days. And we're, and we're, we're going back to February later this week, I believe. Uh, it's only getting down yeah, to forty. The, the high of the high yeah, on Wednesday highs. is forty forty two. Yeah, <laughs> oh, high forty two. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be like twenties nice. in the morning. Great. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pose this question. Is this this theoretical? No. This is the napkin thing. (laughs) I was giving you a a lifeline there. No, this is not a lifeline. This is is I stand my ground. So I have this uh, thing that I do where I have a little rag by my desk. And when I'm eating food at my desk and, like, working and stuff, I have, like, a not not like a paper towel, but, like, a kitchen towel. And I'm wiping my face with it, and then I, I put it back, and then when it's dirty, I'll go wash it, grab a new one. So I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah. You used it? It's dirty. Wrong. Not wrong. No, it's a whole towel. How big of a towel? Like a whole like like a big kitchen towel. You're not just using like a, a small like four by four square no, rack. No, like or a something? long like a big kitchen towel that you would hang on like your oven. And you just leave that sitting on your desk. Yeah, until yeah. it's dirty. That's kind of gross right there. Foul. Until it's okay. Until it's dirty, and then I just go grab a new one, which is like two meals. <laughs> it shouldn't go. It shouldn't go past yeah. one meal. Yeah, for no, sure. it, no, it's a it's a rag. I, I would give you one meal and then, will, okay. and then you wash you it and then of, you disinfect your desk with a cloth. That's light. that's like, like you that's take, taking the nice cloth napkins at like a fancy dinner or something and then just continuing to reuse them because they're about yeah. the same size. That's not the ever, same at all. Have you ever all. heard of paper towels? Yeah, but why would I use a paper towel? Dude, they work so good. Okay, pause, <laughs> pause, I'm you. pause. Though you guys are talking like you don't have kitchen towels at your house. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You know what? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm drying off my clean hands. Yeah, I'm not my, my wiping my chicken hands. fingers Wait, off on the. When you when you're like when you when when you're like sautéing something and like a little sauce splashes up on your hand. I wash my paper hands. Paper towels. Yeah. Paper towels. No, Dude. you just use the no. kitchen rag. No. Right and then there. and then and then when the kitchen rag gets dirty, you put it in the I washing machine. I'm not eating anything that comes out of your house. Like, it's not even inconvenient at all. You guys are crazy. Or, or okay, so yeah, like, you my guys mom are... does that. She keeps the towel on her shoulder, right, while she's cooking. Yes, I do that, too. Towel goes downstairs after she's done cooking. Yeah. Replaces. Um, yeah. You just said two meals, though. In one day, I eat more than two meals. But you just leave it there, and then do you, like, clean your desk after? Yeah, and then I get rid of the rag and go you're put it in the washer. You're telling me you Clorox wipe your desk down. <laughs> not every time. Ah, uh, see, lost. Okay, I'm okay. I'm pause. back out. So you're telling me... That you clean your dining room table with a Clorox wipe every time you eat dinner? You know he's well, cranking no, this back because it's way more than two meals. He does not just do two meals. He yeah, does at least no. like like two three weeks. or four days two with this weeks. thing. Yes, it no, is not yeah, two, two meals. Out of everything that I've said, that might be the only lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And like for, like for one, we barely ever eat at our dining room table. Like we almost always eat in the living room on paper plates. So like 
the most we have is forks, and they get right in the dishwasher. Okay, but what are we even talking about anymore? We're talking about the brag. We're talking about hygiene. We're talking Okay, so so you didn't even let me get to my point because you guys started attacking me <laughs> before yes, I got get, there. Get your point. So Annalise, the other day, we're out at dinner or lunch or whatever it was, and I was like, "Hey, I need a I need a paper towel to wipe my face. Do you have one?" And she hands me a paper towel, like a napkin, that she had wiped her face with already and expected me to wipe my face with it. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. You just wiped your face with this napkin. Pause. She, she, hold on. And then she was like, <laughs> she was like, no, it, that doesn't make any sense. You'll drink after me, but you won't wipe your face after the same napkin? Y- yep. Yes. No. That's no, so that's, different. That's where I was going. I disagree. No, it, it's so different. I was just going to say that. Like, do you, do you use the same straw? Like, you, I, I don't want to yeah. get, get too personal here, but, like, you don't ever use the same straw? I'll use the same straw. The same thing. I w- would you use the same toothbrush? Yeah. Hmm. What? No. no don't no, touch no, my no, toothbrush. No, 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 no. I have not used Okay, wait. Well, that's a dynamic <laughs> nope. right there. Don't no. touch I'm my out. toothbrush. But, I'm out. But there's a difference, I would think, between a quick little... For those of you who can't see, I picked up my cup. And <laughs> no one can see. <laughs> and there's a difference between taking a quick one or two second sip, maybe four or five if you're really thirsty, second sip out of a straw, okay. and a two to three minute toothbrush incest. Scrubbing toothbrush. the crap yeah. and yeah. plaque like, out of each other's mouth. I agree. I'm out. Don't touch okay, my no. toothbrush. Okay. But Would you use the same floss? Absolutely. Okay, okay. okay. See, that, stop, that, stop. No, you're proving not. my point, though. You're scrubbing all that grime and crap that you don't want in your teeth off with a toothbrush. You wouldn't use the same toothbrush. She's wiping the food off of her face that she doesn't want on her face and giving it to me to wipe my face with? No, okay, so, 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 okay, so no, I'm not, like, totally disagreeing with you, but, like, if there's a clean part and I just need, like, a quick swipe, for sure. Not that big of a deal. Like it was, a clean it was part. crumbled up napkin with like orange Ew. on it. Ew. No, 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 no. I'm out. It absolutely yeah, was. You were like no, eating I'm barbecue out. sauce or something. It was pizza. Uh, no, no, no it universe. Had, it had marinara no, sauce on this white napkin. No universe. <laughs> no universe. Does, so, do I even like? Disclaimer. I'm, I don't even I'm entertain not a crusty person. You're making me sound like I'm disgusting. I don't even. I don't even entertain grabbing You're, that paper you're not crusty. The you know, paper just eats towel. like a pig. She's, in, <laughs> she's like covered in like pizza she sauce. Just, <laughs> she just rubs the pizza down her arm <laughs> as she eats. She's, she just spreads it on her arm and just licks it off like that. The paper towel I was handed was crusty. Annalise was not crusty. Also, I'd never use your toothbrush, nor would I unless I had to. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> what's the, what's the stipulation where you have to? Like what? Like like, like, like how many how many days have you gone without brushing your teeth that you decide I'm gonna use Jaden's toothbrush? Ew, but I'd have one. I would not. not no have no no. Like on an island. On an island? The first day. I don't care. <laughs> would you? But would you? So, oh no! Hold on. Wait. Wait a minute. We are stuck on a desert island, and, and the first thing you're thinking about is brushing your freaking teeth? <laughs> wait, oh, wait. Okay, assume, assume we're settled on this island, but we still only have the one toothbrush. Are you just running toothpaste on finger? Because yes. I've done Where, that. Yes, I've done I've that. Done Where that. are you getting toothpaste? You have it. You have loads Okay, of so we're on a you desert have, island, and we have... a 30-year supply of three Jayden, can, can you hand the mic to Annalise? Oh, no. Annalise, <laughs> have you ever used somebody else's toothbrush? No, I have not. <sighs> I thought for sure that you no. did. I'm almost I'm positive that I have. You have? Like I'm almost but positive. But like your brothers? Probably my brothers. Okay, yeah. well, see, that's not, I don't, you know, you do what you do. Hey, 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 so get this. Uh, okay, I, wait, I have. I, I also have. I have two. I think. On accident. What? <laughs> Whoa. Mine was on accident. Mine was on accident. Don't tell Otto. <laughs> Oh! Mine was also on accident. Marriage counseling my, is in court. When, at my old house, we only had one bathroom. So my mom's toothbrush, my dad's toothbrush, my toothbrush, and Mateus' toothbrush were all in like the weird the cup bathroom yeah, yeah. things. Tell me you didn't all have the same toothbrush. Me and my dad got new toothbrushes, and they were the same. Oh. I thought he – it was like a pack of like six, oh, and they, they, were like, si- they were like three different this colors. And he that. grabbed the same color no. I did. No. Someone's used my toothbrush. Yeah, and not, did not you throw it out? Did you? Yeah. After well, who, who out, was it? Though? My dad. Ew. After I found out, I tossed it. Uh, this not, is grossing me out. Not gonna <laughs> lie, I just I just <laughs> pretended that it never happened and kept you brushing my so teeth. Mean. So you know, don't use other people's napkins. Don't use other people's like, toothbrushes. Wait, I would actually really like to know if there's people out there that are like, you're crazy. I would absolutely use that napkin. I would use the napkin. If there's a clean but, spot, I'd use it. But yes, if there's a clean spot, I would use it. 
but Maddie would never offer me her napkin. She would tell me to go get one for myself. So. Well, see, I asked if she had one because if she didn't, I was going to get up and go get one. And then she handed me that one. Ew. Ew. Okay, so well, uh-huh. maybe she wasn't necessarily handing it to you to she use. Was. She was. She was hand. She. I was. I'm, I'm, come on, guys! I'm trying to give you lifelines here. Come on. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> can we talk about something important? No. What well, was more important. important than hygiene? Uh, do you want to talk about something important? Today is Thomas's nine-month anniversary. Yay! Yeah. Congrats. Thanks, buddy. So, how's the married life, dude? I hate when people <laughs> say that yeah, to me. Man. I do too. So, how's the yeah? I hate it's when like people say that to me. It's especially with all of the stuff that I've been through in the past nine months, like yeah. the stuff that yeah. Maddie and I have had to deal with. It's like, ugh, please don't it's ask me great. that question. Yeah. <laughs> <It's, laughs> I'm gonna lie. Guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna lie to them. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, it's going good. It's been a but rough it's ride. Been, it's been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> But your actual marriage hasn't been I'm horrible. Kind of, okay. Miserable. The you actual, guys, you guys actual, have just been no, going no. through a lot. The, the actual, the actual marriage part is great, and it's it's a lot of fun getting to live with your best friend and just kind of do life. I hate end. this. Aww. No, I don't. I I enjoy it. I mean, yeah, you guys have just been going through a lot. Yeah, yeah in the past nine months, been a lot of uh, a lot of deaths, and the repercussions from such things. So, yeah. but it's good. Um, this stuff's never easy. But yeah. you you guys went out to dinner last night, mm-hmm. a celebratory dinner that your dog is no longer a baby. Well, he still is, but <laughs> he's slowly maturing. Um, okay, Matt, did you have something important that you wanted to speak on? Is Kinda. that why you said that? Okay, okay, yeah, I want to hear it. You talking about nonsense? I, I mean, I think that the, the paper towel napkin debate was <laughs> I'm important. Just I, I I think it was important, and I think it's that certainly more important than what is it, windows and doors or whatever. Yeah. Way more important than that one. That's that one was sure. garbage. I think people will get a laugh out of the napkin thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, Matt. These are my favorite kind of episodes where we just kind of talk about random stuff. Dude, I hate talking about nonsense. <laughs> I hate it so much. I know. Um. And, okay. And, okay, before we get into that, Annalise is bringing up another point okay. that you kiss your significant other, so why wouldn't you wipe your face after that's that? Okay. And, that's, and that's my point. Or use that's toothbrush, a g- or use toothbrush, or drink after that. So, okay, to, th- I can't, I can't, I I'll can't, there's no universe where we're cool with Toothbrush is not the same as kissing. Yeah, I agree with that. But even, like, like freshly posed dinner, like, you do it, you know what I mean? Do what? Kiss. Oh. we're trying to keep this PG. Up. Explicit warning. After dinner, Dakota gets a little. <laughs> no, no, but like, but no. Okay, so we're going, we're going full swing back into this. I'm sorry, but there's like certain things like because she's she's obsessed with ranch. If she just ate something with a ton of ranch, I'm like, you you gotta throw yeah. some gum in there or oh, something yeah, no, first. We're done I won't, I won't, uh-huh. I won't. If Jay needs tuna, absolutely not. Yeah, I won't. It. There's like certain things uh-huh. that I will not kiss her until she like. She doesn't need to like full blown brush her teeth. But like throw some gum in or yeah. something. Maddie's things are uh, garlic and onions. Yeah, yeah, see, like, I, I understand. She'll literally push me away. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out with that, too. Totally agree. I'm about as weird as it gets, so. Yeah, you don't drink after your wife. Freaking weirdo. I don't like drinking she's the, it, she's the same way, though. Is she? Yeah. I've never seen her be like that. So. Not as bad as him, but she, like, I, I had a bunch of pizza dip on my plate one time, Ew. and I had finished it, and I didn't double dip or anything gross. But I had finished it, and I scooped it onto hers. We were at their house. I scooped oh, yeah. it onto her plate. I, she actually got genuinely upset at me. <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were like this. Yeah. Ugh. I was just trying not to waste your pizza dip. Gross. All right, anyway. something important. Um, it's all you, Matt. <laughs> is there anything that you guys want to talk about? Well, not I, that you want to talk like, about. I feel like you have something. Um, I've been going through a st- continuing my study through... Uh, Exodus. No, no, I'm <laughs> long past Exodus. Although Exodus has been my favorite book thus far. Dude, so before you keep going, yeah. our study on Exodus, I can't even explain to you how much it has helped me, yeah, me since too. our study. How often it has come up in mm-hmm. church, at, at youth group, and all kinds of stuff that it keeps coming up and I keep giving stories from Exodus. So good. So good. It, it's crazy. Um, so... <clears throat> I feel like before you go, I <laughs> I feel like that's gonna keep happening though with every book that we read. Yeah, I know. That that's it's why gonna I be can't like wait till I get to the New Testament. Man. Yeah, no, wait wait till you guys get to Daniel. Yeah, we're gonna be like, oh, this really applies. As soon as you said that, I was literally flipping through and I hit Daniel. Daniel is a mind blower. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I read the first couple chapters of Daniel. Yeah, wait till you, you get to the Daniel? last. Couple. Are you studying Daniel now or what? 
Uh, you just I remember? kind of did like five weeks ago, and we uh, never did the episode, so now I don't remember anything. I don't, uh, I don't either. I didn't really so. get far. Note takers are history makers. Too bad I, uh, you know, don't go to that church anymore. <laughs> don't don't go there. I do still take notes though. Just I it's didn't a, it, I didn't on that. It is actually a genuinely good habit that I made is. fun of for a long time. I was like, I'm not taking notes in church, and then I started doing it, and I was like, this kind of helps. I do. I take notes every Sunday that I'm not doing security. Did you so. get that that note taking thingy that you were talking about? Oh, no, I can't justify it. Okay. Oh, that's what I that's what I figured. Seven hundred dollar tablet that was just it's, for taking it, notes. Yeah, it's four hundred bucks. I can't justify spending four hundred bucks on it. I'll, 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 I don't, I've, I honestly might have talked about it. I'll search it's, it it's, it's, just like a, it's just like a tablet go, go, go that on, is just for Go on for Google and search Remarkable 2. That's oh, what it's called. No, 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 no. No, it's, it's, what you do on your iPad, but with, Thomas is talking, just sitting in the seat without his mic. It's like what you do on your iPad. It works like an Etch-A-Sketch, but, like, you have, like, the pen, and it has, like, like the sand particles or whatever, like, that kind of deal, you know what I'm talking about? Mm. But, like, you can upload, like, cloud documents and, like, stuff like that onto it, and you can, like, edit. You kind of need one. Do I? Yeah, you, you would act, your iPad does do it, but that is just for that. Yeah, and there's no it distraction would actually on be, it. It would actually be really And nice. it's not in a screen, like an LED screen. It's all ambient light. Mm. It is yeah. actually really cool. It's very cool. It's just, like, I can't, like, right now justify spending 400 bucks on it. Well, you didn't get it yet. No. No. I just I got more important things to worry about than that, unfortunately. I'd also, love it. I'd love it. Like a house. Like a, a house. Place to live. Also, like a house. You're you're writing this paper. Make sure you write Lyme disease, not limes. Thank you. It is singular Lyme. <laughs> I didn't know that. Because I have it, and it, people it people correct me all the time. They're like, it's Lyme's disease. I'm like, I have it. I promise, Lyme it's singular. Disease. Singular Lyme. Anyway, important thing. Sorry. You, hold on. You know another one that people <laughs> jack up all the time. <laughs> Never yeah. gonna happen. I just want to make sure that this is known. To everybody listening. Yeah. If you're speaking in front of, like, a group of people, watch how often people that are, like, very, very educated screw up, um, like, okay, so if this book, like, had the title on it, yeah. what would you say? This book is... Titled? And then title. say title? Is it not entitled? This uh, book is entitled... Oh, it's titled. Oh. Which one is it? Which I would is? say titled. I wouldn't even... I, would I wouldn't even... I, yeah, I would I would say this is this book by so-and-so. I wouldn't even use... I would honestly probably say this book is called... It's definitely titled, but yes. it, pe- do, I, I definitely have heard people entitled. say entitled. Really? Everybody. I never would have thought to say entitled yeah. there because that totally means something different in my Okay, head. wait. I, if we're going to go down this rabbit hole, I have another okay. one. Let's okay. keep going. Is it, is it couldn't care less or I could care less? Ooh, I, I could... I. Well, uh, technically, it depends on... Which means you do care a little bit. No, 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 that would no, be no, could. No. If you yes. if, if you are at the very bottom of the barrel that you, there's not an ounce of care in you, it's I could not, I could not care less. Because you, you already not? care as minimal as possible. you say that possible. a lot, Dakota. I could not explain to you how often I use that phrase. You do use <laughs> no, a lot. you do. I could not care less about 90% of other people's things. That, like the mumbo-jumbo stuff. Like the, the meaningless conversations of like, oh, did you watch the game this weekend? No, I didn't watch the game this weekend. I don't care about the game. It doesn't affect my life at all. I love did you go to church this weekend? No. All right, come back when you do. Come back when you got something good. Oh, to do, that you was know? your rebuttal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, I didn't watch the game. Uh, I so, tried to go to church. So this we're weekend. saying we're saying we're saying it's couldn't. It's, but if you could care less, I say could. Like, if you're like half care, care, you know, you could say I could care less. I always I say don't. I always say I could care less because I do care. I just I don't care about what we're talking about right now. Yeah, I couldn't care less about it. Anyhow, yeah. I See, that means I could not. Care I could. Anymore. I could care less. Anyhow, we're going through Genesis. Um, you are? Again? No, 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 no. But as <laughs> you... I'm, I'm in numbers right now, but... Oh, dear. <laughs> it's not as bad. Everybody says that about every single Old Testament book that you bring I out. like the no, Old Testament. Oh, the Old What's Testament. Uh. It sucks because, like, I've, I've, like, quick scanned them all. I have not, like, sat down and read them and thought about them at all, like, the, the first five. But, like, once you do get past that, like, honest to God, it does get a little bit more, like, storytelling. It's, it's so entertaining. It's just, it's just easier to read. I saw this that. video the other day where this lady was, try- was, like, it was a page where she was teaching the Bible. It was on Instagram. And she had the Bible split up into literary styles. Yes. And it was really cool. That is cool. Like, I like that, She too. had all the Old Testament split up into poetry, like, exact accounts and stuff like that. And I wish I would have saved it. It was really interesting. Hmm. <clears throat> so... 
I walked through Genesis. Uh, Genesis is mainly focused on creation and so on. Then you get to Exodus, and it's mainly focused on the Exodus, and the the main sentiment behind it is salvation. Um, Exodus is yes. Main, main sentiment. Okay. S- salvation, um, God's grace, God's mercy. You move on to Leviticus. The main idea behind Leviticus is direction, rules. Oh, laws. you finished Leviticus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, when did you When did you finish that? A few weeks ago, I just oh. stopped making excuses. Okay. I was I just, going you so never told slow, us. I just sat down one night and I just busted through like the second half of Leviticus. I'm like, I'm I'm doing this because I'm yeah, I, I want to get too. to the New Testament really bad. <laughs> you um, got like 48 books. Le- Leviticus is honestly pretty dry. It's pretty it's pretty insightful to get an idea behind the idea of forgiveness and sacrifice is the main uh, focus point. Yeah, like the mm. main theme behind Leviticus, but. Once you transition on to numbers. Um, so it, for everyone that doesn't know, it's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Right. It's the fourth book of the Bible. Yes. And Numbers is mainly focused on order. And our God is a God of order. And the first few chapters are mainly encompassed by taking a census to be honest, and it's really, really... It's all the genealogies and stuff. It's very, very dry. Um, But I don't know why they're counting up the Israelites. So, but... One of the very interesting things that I've heard a pastor say before about genealogies in the Bible is it's God showing his love for the individual. Hmm. How much he cares about the individual, even though they weren't really that important to the main story, but God cares for the individual. Yeah. And I thought that was a, a good way to say these are why genealogies are in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but after all of the people were counted up inside of each individual um, tribe, each individual tribe is given a job to do. Um, and... After they go through all every each individual tribe and count up how many people are in um, all the tribes, it talks through um, sexual immorality, how they're supposed to approach sexual immorality. After it goes through sexual immorality, it gets into the law of the Nazarite or the the Nazarite. Um, what is it? The the Naz- Nazarene Creed. Uh, hold on, hold on. What's it called? Oh, the vow of the Nazarite. That's what it is. It's also called the Law of the Nazarite, same thing. Um, but I just want to read, this is in chapter 6, so I just wanted to read through it because the first few chapters in Numbers are really, really dry. But once it gets to chapter 6, Pastor Nick actually brought this up in one of his sermons. Um, I think that was on Easter, actually. Um, so that was the night that I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit and I'm going to read through Numbers and get to number 6 because he brought it up in a sermon. It was really good. But... The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When either a man or a woman consecrates an offering to take the vow of a Nazarite to separate himself to the Lord. So it's complete and utter surrender to God. And that's what, what that's what the Nazarites did. What is the vow of the Nazarite? We'll is get that to what it. you're getting to? We'll okay. get to it. He shall separate himself from wine and similar drink. He shall drink neither vinegar made from wine nor vinegar made from similar drink. Neither shall he drink any grape juice, nor eat any fresh grapes or raisin. Dude, I love grape juice. <laughs> All the days of separation, he shall eat nothing that is produced by the grapevine, from seed to skin. All the days of the vow of his separation, no razor shall come upon his head, until the days are fulfilled for which he separated himself to the Lord. He shall be holy. Then he shall let the locks of his... <coughs> The locks of the hair on his head grow, and all the days that he separates himself to the Lord, he shall not go near a dead body. Was Samson a Nazarite? Um, he was, I, I don't know this for a fact, but he was a Nazarite, and I believe he failed. Well, yeah, but he, he ne- that was like the whole hair thing. Yes. Um, his parents like inducted him into that Nazarite code. Yes. Um, do, so one thing that, that just made me think of, do you think that grapes and the, anything from the vine because it talks about that a lot the actual grapevine and don't drink wine and if you're taking that code to be like completely holy don't do anything with grapes do you think that grapes had anything to do with um, the tree of good and evil mm. maybe that's a really good thought 
I like I don't know because like you hear it like the the stay away from grapes and things of the vine and stuff like that. Why do we? Why does the Bible associate things of the vine with evil? Why why do we stay away from it if we want to be more holy to God? Like, mm. That's just something that popped into my head. Interesting idea. Jesus drank wine though, so I couldn't imagine. It doesn't explicitly say that he did. Come on up. I know why. Why did Jesus turn water into wine? If because his mom told him to. Yeah, but if we're not supposed to. Yeah, drink but wine. would Jesus have killed someone if his mom told him to? So, so. There, I would say, it's obey your parents unless that obey is going to make you disobey God. But his mom told him to make water into wine. So he did it because drinking wine isn't disobeying God. Being drunk and being slobbering idiot is disobeying God. I hate that word. I hate uh, that it just came out of my Jesus mouth. was not a Nazarite. He was a Nazarene. No, no, Samson. I, I was asking about if Jesus drank wine. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Well, I'm reach over and slap you. <laughs> Please but don't. I think that might be why Jesus is always shown with long hair. Things like that. I, I don't know that for a fact. I'm just trying to connect well, it's, dots. Here. It says that Jesus never took a Nazarite vow because he was not a Nazarite. Like I said, he was a Nazarene. He was from Nazareth. It wasn't the Nazarite vow. I don't think you need to be a Nazarite to take the vow, though. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah, I don't either. But there is no record of him taking the vow. Interesting. I feel like that would be in there. I feel like that hmm. would be important enough. I don't know. But it's also it, in there that not, or it's not in there that he didn't take it. So. Yeah, it doesn't tell us either way, but it's not really that important. It's right. Not. So the the um, reason is is that we don't want to touch the vine, we don't want to touch the grapes, so we don't want to touch anything that even has to do with wine. And the reason is is because Jesus knows our tendencies. <laughs> if we give an inch, we typically take a mile. It's just the way humans right. are. Um, so he, he wanted to eliminate all temptation. Um, and then it talks about okay. The vow of separation, no razor come upon his head. Um, whenever people would see Nazarites at that time, or whenever people would see somebody with extremely long hair that kind of looked scraggly, it wasn't like the, the beautiful locks like, like Jaden had or anything like that. It was, I was just about to say I was scraggly. It was, <laughs> no, it was, it was scraggly, and, and what it was um, an example of was complete and utter dedication to forget about the physical um, representation of like the body and focusing on nothing but the spirit. So whenever you would see somebody with that really long hair, it would prompt something in your head like, "Wow, that person is really devoted." Or so that, on. that's interesting because that's kind of like what I did when yeah. I grew my hair out. Yeah. Because like my whole my whole thing was I don't care what I look like. I I'm like just being me right now, yeah. and I'm figuring out my life. And that's what everyone kept telling me like. Dude, cut your hair. You look stupid. You look like a homeless person. And then when I explained it to like Matt, Matt was like, "Oh, I might grow my hair out." And then he <laughs> shaved his head bald instead. <laughs> um, but it goes on to talk about okay, don't be. Um, all the days that he separates himself to the Lord, he should not go near a dead body. He should not make himself unclean, even for his father or his mother, for his brother or his sister when they die, because his separation to God is on his head. All the days of his separation he shall be holy to the Lord. And if anyone dies very suddenly beside him, and he defiles his consecrated head, then he shall shave his head on the day of his cleansing, and on the seventh day he shall shave it. Then on the eighth he shall bring two turtle doves, two pigeons, to the priest in the tabernacle, and the priest shall offer one as a sin offering, and the other as a burnt offering. And make atonement for him, because he sinned in regard to the corpse. And he shall sanctify his head the same day. He shall consecrate the Lord the days of his separation and bring a male lamb in its first year as a trespass offering. But the former days shall be lost because his separation was defiled. Now, this is the law of the Nazarite. That's that sucks. Like, it's kind of interesting that they added the subclause of if someone just dies suddenly next to you, sucks to suck. Well, I, I don't think it means physically died. I think it means spiritually dead. Don't hang around people that drag you down and don't sharpen you. Separating yourself completely from, from everything and focusing on God is the main idea behind the creed. I think that is a good way to preach it. 
but I it's think it meant physically. It's definitely talking about physical because that's the reason that Samson failed is because he killed like thousands of people. Right. But they are dead and we're not supposed to the the wages of sin are death. So I think it's symbolism is what it is. I, I think that it means it physically, but I think it's also meant to symbolize okay. spiritually. Yeah, I agree with that. Cause, cause, but definitely physically, we can agree on that. Like if yeah. he was, he wasn't supposed to be around dead people. And I wonder what it is about the dead people that it's like stay away from that. No, I think it's I think it's uh, principality principalities, rulers of evil powers and dark places around dead deaths. I don't know what it is, and nobody really knows what it is. But there's probably things Spiritual that we don't know. There's, a, there's obviously there's a reason, yeah. But I just don't think it's something that we can see. But some kind of darkness around death. Yes, I don't know what. I, again, there I definitely is. is. I mean, we can see it. There is definitely a darkness around death. Some yeah. kind of juju. Right. Now, when the days of his separation are fulfilled, he shall be brought to the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and he shall present his offering to the Lord. So. I do want to make a note, too. This is the law of the Nazarite. That's what it says in chapter this is, 13. This is uh, Numbers 13. No, no Numbers num 6. Numbers 6. Chapter 13. What? what? Verse 13. Verse 13, sorry. It says, now this is the law of the Nazarite. That is the the law of the Nazarite. That okay. is the um, everything that we're talking about. But So 1 through 13. Yes. But it goes on to talk about what to do after the law of the Nazarite. So after you failed? No, 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 a after you're done. So a lot of folks it's I mean it comes and goes. There's no definite to it, but a, a lot of folks believe that this was typically a 30-day thing. Oh. Really? Mhm. Mm what like you couldn't come in contact with a dead body for a month and that was it? Yeah, well so, some again like if you were to take it's kind of like fasting, you know, we yeah. do like a 21 okay, day well, fast yeah, and I stuff like that. Because uh, okay. you, know, you could take it further, but there were a lot of folks that just used it as like a 30 day thing just to focus. Uh, kind of like fasting. Interesting. Okay. Because the way that I was looking at it was like Samson where like at birth you are vowed into the law of the Nazarite and then you cannot break it. I think somewhere somewhere obviously. So do you think we should do it? Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Do you I mean, think do you think it's like a fast? I don't know. I wonder if it we I gotta, we got to look into that. Thing is again, it's not about just being around dead people like that are physically dead and aren't breathing. It's about being yeah. around people that don't believe what you believe. That's interesting. And just spending 30 days just completely secluded. Let's do it. Yeah, that'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, I can't do that. I know, but it sucks. Everyone quit your jobs right now. Let's go yeah, live in the woods for a month. Be really interesting. <laughs> But I anyhow. would do it. And he shall present his offering to the Lord, the burnt offering, a lamb in the first year, a basket of unleavened bread, cakes of fine flour, blah, blah, blah. Then the priest shall bring them before the Lord and offer the sin offering and his burnt offering. And he shall offer the ram as a sacrifice of a peace offering to the Lord. There's all kinds of offerings and it's very confusing. It almost sounds like a like a like witchcraft, um, like you put like a frog in the yeah. cauldron and stir it clockwise. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the a lot of the offerings in the Old Testament, like you offer certain animals for certain things, and it's weird to see what atones for what. Yeah. Like if you do something specific, you have to go sacrifice a dove or a goat or a lamb. Like, I, like it's, it seems very culty. Like I understand why yeah. like people would think that. Like I mean, reading that, it seems definitely ridiculous, but. It gets, it gets better. It gets better. Then the Nazarite shall shave his consecrated head at the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and shall take the hair from his consecrated head and put it on the fire which is under the sacrifice of the peace offering. Have you ever smelled burning hair? It's yes. so bad. So bad. <laughs> Dude, one time. Oh, never mind. <laughs> and the priest shall take the boiled shoulder of the ram, one unleavened cake from the basket in one unleavened wafer and put them upon the hands of the Nazarite after he shaved his consecrated hair. And the priest shall wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. They are holy for the priest together with the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the heave offering. After that, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite who vows to the Lord the offering for his separation. And besides that, whatever else his hand is able to provide according to the vow which he takes so he must do according to the law of his separation. So this is when it starts to get good. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, We're saying, still, Moses is still a thing? Yes. 
absolutely. Dang. Um, the, he was an old man. Yeah, he was very old. But, the, I mean, he's starting to not really lose power but lose favor because um, they're starting to, like, give up hope. Like, we've been traveling around now, and we're still not in hmm. the so they're still traveling the desert before they could enter Canaan? Uh, like the um, the Holy Land, whatever that, that was. Canaan? I don't know. I'm working through it. So, um, Speak to Aaron and his son, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. 24, 25, and 26. Verses 24, 25, and 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. 24, 25, 26. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Interesting. One of the first introductions of the Trinity. Okay. Um, the Lord bless you and keep you. So why do we need to be kept after we're blessed? Um, God created everything. He's the creator of the world. He's the creator of everybody in it. And he's the one that has a plan and a purpose for everybody in it. Now, he wants to bless us. Now... We're all humans. After we're blessed, um, what do we typically do with those blessings if we're not um, if we're not wise stewards of the blessings? We typically take them for granted and forget mm -hmm. who gave them to us. Absolutely. So after we're blessed, we must be kept keeping those blessings, but not forgetting who gave them to us. Now God gives us the blessings. Now Jesus is the one who's gracious enough to give us the mercy, die on the cross. And he's the one that we were actually able to see and resonate with face to face because he is the son of God that came down on earth okay. that we're able to resonate with and connect with. So the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is what's inside of us. He's the feeling. He's the emotion. He is the peace. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Did the you? Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I didn't come to that. I was going to say, did I you? I researched it. No, I wish I did, dude. That'd be sick. But Pastor Nick brought that up in one of his sermons, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, wow, I'm almost there. So that's whenever I'm like, okay, I'm going to bust through numbers and, and get, to that, get to that part. Now, outside of that conclusion, I don't really know, um, like, what's, like, what's coming next. Um, the cleansing of the Levites, offerings at the altar of dedication. But what I'm getting to is that, okay, Genesis, God created the world. Exodus, God saved his people. Leviticus, um, he's God... He's teaching his people. Yes, he's teaching and showing us the purpose and meaning of a sacrifice and showing us that we're not perfect, but he still has grace and still wants to forgive us. Numbers is where he lays down the order of okay here are all of my people here's a, a census of all of my people here if you want to get close to me take the Nazarite Cree and show your dedication to me after you show your dedication I'll show you who I am may the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace after you show me your dedication I'll show you my dedication and fulfill my promises back to you. That's exactly what we talked about at church today. Is it? Yes. <laughs> but we're the of course whole it is. way. We're the whole way in First Thessalonians. Yeah. So the, the, there's a bunch. <laughs> of, it's like not even like close. The the, the Nazar the Nazarite Cree or the well, there's a bunch of different. Is it Cree or Creed? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is, Nazarite. The law of the Nazarite. We'll call it. Yeah, the Nazarite vow comes up later on a lot in the Bible too. Yeah. I haven't gotten there yet, but that's why I was Well, it wasn't even like specifically talking about like it didn't like mention that specifically, but it talks about like what the way the way that the pastor worded it, he was like everybody always talks about being blessed and how, you know, all this yada 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 God should, you know, do certain things for you whatever. Have you even tried being sanctified? Like it says like <laughs> it says like once you're sanctified, God will 
fulfill his promise to you. Sanctified it, means being set apart for God. Yes. Thank you. Yep. But like, it, it's like people like overthink it. It's like why why am I not getting all these things that like God promised me? Or like why why you know some people feel like they don't have enough, which is really ironic in this country. <laughs> but like some people feel that way, and they're like, okay, well, like have you even like actually like set yourself apart or like do you just like have you had a couple moments you know i don't know if matt you've connected these dots but it's the same thing that we preach constantly you're never going to figure out god from the outside once you Mm -hmm. give in and try and figure out god he'll show himself to you Mm -hmm. and like what did i say that the other night at youth or something i said that to some of the kids well i I just I, i said it the other night and I think it was it was Pastor Brandon. He was like, "That was really good. I liked that." It's a really good revelation. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's very interesting that we talk about fasting and tithing constantly in New Age Church, but I've never heard anyone talk about that vow. Yeah, like why not? Like if that's what they used to do to get sanctified, why are we not doing it also? Why are we only? Why are we leaning on fasting and tithing? If there was a third thing, there's probably like six things that you could do. Yeah, there's probably some type of doctrine behind it. I d- I don't know what it is. Like I said, I'm just reading through trying to figure it out right now too. But the the thing that stuck out to me the most, like I said, I didn't come to all of these ideas by myself. I did a lot of research on this. Um, but this typically, whenever we pray. I think that we forget about the power of prayer, which is something that um, really hit home with me while I was fasting during the 21 days of prayer or whatever, is that we tend to ask God for things and not declare them or feel like we have power and purpose behind our prayer. That's what Brandon preached about this morning. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what that's what this talks about too. It says, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his son saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, don't. So the Lord is giving Moses and Aaron and all of his sons power. And and that's something that God gives all of us too. But I don't think we use it. I think that we forget that, that we have the same power that they did. I mean, it's insane to me to think that like we have the same power as Moses. Whenever Moses literally like talked God out of like killing all of his people whenever he wanted to just knock them out um, whenever they were on like Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we do. And I think it's something we forget about a lot because this isn't us praying for God. Will you bless us? Will you keep us? Um, Will you please shine your face upon us? This is say this to them. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. It's it's not a question. It's not asking. It's a lot more of a demand that's very direct and not like it's, beating around the bush. It's yeah. saying it the way it is. The Lord is going to bless you. He is going to keep you. And there's confidence behind that that we just don't have whenever we pray anymore. It's it's not it's not you demanding something from God. It's it's you saying, God, you said you're going to do this, so I believe that you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So do it. You're not you're not saying, God, give me a car because mm-hmm. you said you'd give me a car. No. God said he'll bless you, keep you and what was the other one? Bless you, keep you, be gracious to you, give you peace. God's you said you're going to do those things so do them like it's not that it's not that I'm telling you to do them it's that I have faith that you will do them and I think I think that's the hardest part when it comes to like what Brandon said this morning he went to the doctor doctor said there was something wrong with his baby and then they were like okay we go home now and we pray it's not that Brandon was like God you heal my baby or else it was God you said you would give us peace give us peace in this moment now because we need it and it's just about figuring out how to have that faith because that that's what's hard for me is having faith that things will happen but god already said they're going to happen so i should just be able to believe that they'll happen i think the i think the hard part is the unknown the i don't know when it's going to happen i don't know how it's going to happen i don't know who it's going to happen to but god said it'll happen 
I think that's the hard part for me, at least. Knowing that I should just be like, yeah, it'll happen. Have you ever heard of the, the unjust judge? Yes. Is that is that like Not the... It's just kind of like a story of um, how... It's kind of like what Job did, like where God was like, have you done all of these things? Do you keep the world turning? Do you make a bee's heartbeat? Like, do you do all those things? Then how are you to judge? Um, well, kind of. Not really. It's in Luke 18. Um, I really, really love this passage. I'm not going to read the whole thing because I don't think anybody wants to listen to me blabber on about it. But Then he spoke a parable to them. This is Jesus speaking. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. I think we lose heart in our prayer and we just ask God for things and we don't actually pray in the name of Jesus that holds power. There's power in the name of Jesus and I feel like we just pray sometimes and we don't pray in the name of I love of that Jesus song. to actually have power in it. Yeah. That song's so good. Then he spoke parable to them. There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, she won't stop leaving me alone about it. I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me, weary me. So he's just like exhausted. He's like, okay, for crying out loud, what do you want? I'll give you what you want. So oh, you is this quiet. the baby thing? Um, no. No? Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, he will really find faith on earth. Also, he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up from the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood, prayed thus with him, prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all of that I possess, and the tax collector, standing far off, would not so much as raise his eye to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house, justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Um, oh, you know what? I didn't know about this further on. It talks about an infant. Touch them, disciples. So, I, so maybe you are right. Um, Where he cuts the baby in half? Mm, I don't know. I, I didn't read on. Okay. But the the, the idea behind um, the widow is that the widow wouldn't leave the judge alone. So God says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Uh, when the widow troubles me, then the Lord hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him? Yeah though he bears long with them. So God God loves us. He wants to bless us. And That's a powerful message. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is I, I think that we just ask God for things a lot of times and just because that's what we're supposed to do. We're talking to God. We're mm-hmm. praying. But I, I don't think that – I don't want to say demand, but I don't th- – I think that we believe God can do it, but we don't trust that he'll do it. Mm-hmm. So, the, so we don't pray with um, – That's a good way to put that. Is it? Yes. We, we don't. That really clicks for me. It's not that we don't believe God will do it. It's that we, what did you say? Don't trust that, don't he, trust don't that, trust he, that he will. Don't trust that he will. Yeah. Like, God, if you say that you'll do this, then do it. Stop playing games. <laughs> do it. You know? And yeah. I, I think that we forget about that a lot of times because God is God. But if you look at the way Moses talked to God up on Mount Sinai, whenever God said, all right, that's it. I see what my people are doing, and I'm done with them. I'm going to kill them all off. And Moses literally talked him out of it. So if Moses could talk God out of some of those things, who's to say that, I mean, we don't hold weight inside of God's heart too. If we plead for things day and night and we continuously bother God for it, he hears us. Mm-hmm. It's just about how bad do we want it and, and how, Pastor, I don't know. Pastor Nick preaches about that a lot where it's, it's the early 2000s and late 90s there was this this movement of 
kind of feelings and like I don't know the word, but like being a big baby like towards God and like talking about your emotions and like people would get saved and then get saved and then get saved and then get saved and it's like no you're saved now you work in that power now you now you continue to build and you become better and that's what we're trying to do with the youth group where we don't give a prayer of salvation every week we empower these kids instead of being like just teaching these kids to be vulnerable all the time hmm. Yes, it's good to be vulnerable, but I'd rather empower you and teach you all of the things that God told us because then you will become stronger. If we have a generation of people that are just growing up learning to be vulnerable, then they'll never be strong. And that goes into the strong men parable thing that we always talk about. Weak men create Mm -hmm. hard times, and then hard times create strong men, and strong men create weak men. And it's... It is our job to become the people that aren't just whining and complaining to God and being like, God, why? Like, why didn't this happen? We need to look at our blessings, thank God for those blessings, and then become empowered through them and work on ourselves and the people around us so that the whole nation becomes empowered, so that everyone will become empowered through God and that we don't just sit back and whine and complain. Mm-hmm. That's what you're trying to say, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Matthew 7 also talks about this. Um, it's the ask and it will be given to you verse. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened for everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? So God, the Father, every father wants to spoil their son and it's a parable of the prodigal son it's really interesting how all this stuff ties together that's why i can't <laughs> wait to get through the entire bible it's so exciting I, like i'm actually this is starting to make me jealous and i'm gonna have to speed read these two books to catch up to you because I, I i'm starting to get jealous because i'm thinking like man it'd be really cool once matt finishes the whole old testament and he can draw back to all these things and like i'll only be able to draw back to exodus <laughs> yeah there's so much there's so much to know in this book it's insane i mean if you think about it i'm already if you look at the you're stack a chunk of, through look at the stack of pages that i'm through ah, never mind that's nothing i mean you're <laughs> almost a quarter yeah yeah that's generous maybe an eighth <laughs> i was gonna say that's like an eighth I yeah. was, you gotta empower i tried to give empower one saying either you took it yeah but i don't know oh, that, yeah, was, that was that was the one thing that i ran we into that one this uh this past couple of weeks that I've really been trying to dive into. And as I continue to move forward into numbers, I believe that there are battles. Am I correct? Somebody, nobody knows numbers. No one cares about the Testament. <laughs> you mean like actual like wars and yeah, stuff? That yeah. Telling yeah. You about? I, I believe that that's why everybody's getting counted up and they're taking a census because in the census, it's, I think it might say something about all who are able men and, uh, Young men who were over twenty or something. That like does that. ring a bell. I'm yeah. assuming. I don't know. Based I have off no of idea. based off of where you talked about, you are where they're still wandering. I'm assuming that what you're going to get to next is you're going into the land of milk and honey because I can't remember what it's called. I think it's Canaan. Yes. It's so Canaan. You, they're getting into the land of Canaan, and when they get there, it's when Joshua and Caleb and Caleb they go in as spies and. Jo- I think it's Joshua's like, hey, let's do this. And then Caleb's like, no, there's a lot of really big people like the Nephilim. No, here. It was, no that's wrong. It was bo- it was, there was ten guys, one from each of the tribes, oh, and, and it was Joshua and Caleb yeah. who were trying to convince them the into only, it. They were the only two that were down. Yeah, so, so you're getting into them actually getting into the land and doing the spy stuff and doing mm-hmm. the, the taking down the Nephilim stuff and all that really cool stuff soon. Yeah, Joshua does kind of take the head lead on it. I don't. I. I. I they kind of almost just kind of stop mentioning Caleb at some point. Not, not like full blown, but like. Yeah, I don't. Joshua I don't definitely remember. takes the head lead on this whole thing. It's been a while since I've been. It's through been a while. Since, I, since I've <laughs> since I've been through those books. Yeah, same. I agree. Um. No. Yeah. You're getting into some cool stuff for sure. I can't. I'm gonna have to speed read, dude. I gotta catch up. 
Ketchup? I'm just not, I'm just not even. Because I, I skipped, I skipped to Daniel to do it with Dakota, but now I kind of want to do what you're doing and just keep going through. Yeah. You just got to pick something and stick to it. Yeah. You, you, you either got to hop around and. I hop it's around. Gonna, it's probably going to take me years, but I'm going to finish the whole book and I will know it better than the majority of people, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah, see, that's, I'm going to have definitely. to join. Um, but. I said that so you would join me. <laughs> I know. I know. I, did. I sold you on it. <laughs> you did. That, that's my pep. That's like my uh, weakness was I got to be better than you. So. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's really, really good. It's, it's going to tie the New Testament together so much better, mm-hmm. giving a better understanding of sacrifice and so on. Like you think about whenever Jesus died, they didn't have to do any of these sacrifices and stuff that we read about. In Leviticus, because he was the final sacrifice, think about how much of a burden that was lifted off their shoulders. The things that they had to do suck. I just read about all of it. It sucks. And half of them still don't believe it. Yeah. Do Jews do burnt offerings like that still? I don't think so. Um, Because if they don't believe in Jesus as the Messiah, Jesus as God incarnate. There's like different kinds. There's like the Messianic Jews, and then there's the, what is it, Orthodox Jews. Let's get a Jew on. Let's get it. Let's get a Jew any. on. I don't know any practicing Jews. My mom's boss. Perfect. Let's the guy that, I don't actually think he's a practicing Jew. The guy Jew, that runs that so. school? Yeah, that's called a principal. But yes. <laughs> I was just thank you. What's a yes. what's the difference between a practicing Jew and just a Jew? Someone that is Jewish of of like someone, nationality. Someone who's Catholic oh. but never so, goes. Yeah, it's and well no. There's Jewish people like of nationality and then there's practicing Jew as their religion. Jew is the religion though. No, they would just be of Israeli yeah, but descent. They, they, they like classify themselves. Yeah, I, know, it's weird. I, I don't understand. How but that, they're Jewish. How that like accepted. that is their. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that got accepted. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a religion. Well, I don't. Know, I don't know how people does that turn mean, that into a does nationality. Jewish mean you're from Jerusalem. Hmm. That's what I assumed. Probably right. No. Or is it like Israel? I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a good question. Good question. I'm gonna need a the Bible. I'm gonna need a Jew. Jesus, King Seriously, we should find a practicing Jew because I would love to pick their brain. I, I would, too, like to talk about that. Because there's a lot of folks that do all of the, the Jewish things, but I want to meet somebody that's actually passionate about like why they do yeah. what they do and can walk me through it because I'm very curious. Dude, I'm going I'm to be completely yeah. honest. I'm going to need you to get to Jesus before we have a practicing Jew on because if we have a practicing Jew on, you're going to become Jewish. Because you yeah, you haven't true. read the yeah, Jesus yeah. stuff yet, and yeah. you're you're all like engulfed in this Old Testament, and you're gonna be like, right. yeah, this makes That's sense. Like, I gotta go kill a goat. <laughs> Sign me up with a yarmulke, baby. <laughs> yeah, um, they'll be out here so sacrificing yeah. glue. <laughs> Dude, I would love to sacrifice. Glue. I was gonna say we don't even need to make that a sacrifice. We just need to make that a, a quick thing. Clue is my dog. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, um, pretty sure. Dogs are considered unclean. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that, that they know from all of the previous episodes of, of that stupid, worthless. Hey, have in you? The uh, can you hear Clue in the background in any of the episodes? Okay, for context, that's Matt. No, I've never heard Clue in the back. Oh of the my! Yeah, gosh. I think we. I think we block him out pretty well. Um, it's making me like shake. It's making my blood boil. Right now. <laughs> I hate that. Matt song. really hates my dog. I don't like dogs in general. I'm a cat guy. Clue is just worthless. <laughs> I mean, he is. But she, the, the dog, I don't even know if it's a he or a she. It, it brings nothing to anybody. It's a he. I don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm getting all fired up, man. I hate your dog. Okay, so a few announcements before we end the episode. Um, at the end of this, uh, not this month, at the end of May, we are going to be doing a summer drop. Yeah. We're gonna get what kind three. Of we're gonna get clothing, apparel drop. Mm. We're gonna get three new designs: some new hoodies, some new T-shirts, and some long sleeve shirts. We may or may not be doing keychains. Stay posted for that. I kind of want one, um, but we are doing a new drop, three new designs. So keep your eyes open. At the end of May, we will be announcing this drop. We got to do a whole photo shoot. It's gonna be really fun. It's exciting. Um, and then we'll be, we will be doing pre-orders, same as last time. We'll give you till the first day of summer, which is the 21st of June. Correct. So sometime at the end of May to the 21st of June, we will be doing pre-orders, and then we will get those shipped out as soon as possible. Um, it's going to be really cool. I'm really excited. And I just wanted to mention that from last drop, all of the money that we made from the hoodies and all that stuff, we made about 2200 Is that right? Yeah. 2200 bucks. 
this weekend, uh, what's the date? The April 19th? 29th? This weekend would be would be 29th? March. Yeah. March 30th. March 30th. Yeah, is, is it April? April. It's April. This year has just gone way too fast. Okay. This Saturday. No, this. Oh, yes, correct. My bad. This Man, Saturday, April 30th, me, Matt, and Annalise will be going down to a staff meeting for Camp Consumed, and we'll be handing them the $2,200 check. So it's really exciting, and it really helps camp out a lot. So I just want to say thank you to everyone that purchased a hoodie and partnered with us in this thing that we did. It was really exciting, and we can't wait to do more things like that in the future. But the next thing we have going is the summer drop, so keep your eyes open. We will be posting stuff on Instagram and stuff like that. It's still a ways to come. We've still got to figure some stuff out, but we will be doing that. So uh, we're going to be getting other range day videos from old range days that we have filmed. I'm going to be editing those and posting those here within the month of May. I know it's April right now, but... Within the month of May, we'll be posting those videos. We're going to have stuff coming out. We really want to get video content rolling this summer because um, once we get rolling in the summer, then it'll be easier to keep going through the winter. So we'll be working on gun training videos. Yes. Right, Thomas? Yeah. Yeah, I want to do like uh, um, some some little individual drill videos and then – Probably do some more like the fun montage videos because those are exciting to watch and those are fun. Um, but yeah, try to steer towards more like inf informative stuff so that I can, so that we can show people like what it is we're working on, what it is we're trying to you know grow, and um, you know how we're pushing ourselves to be better, and then just kind of give you a glimpse into the things that we do. So if you know down the line people are interested in coming to shoot with us you can you know kind of see what it is we get into and First, i will i will hopefully be able to um start helping to back him up with some of this stuff too because through my church we're getting uh through like our security team we're getting training opportunities lined up through like SWAT trainers and stuff like that which is i'm like that's super I, cool. I can't i'm pumped <laughs> i am pumped to do cqb and self-defense with a SWAT instructor, so I mean cool. that is lit. Yeah. That's gonna be super exciting. I'm trying I'm to get. So I'm trying excited. to get in on that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need you guys to. That's gonna be so no, cool. We need you guys to get certified so we can teach our own classes. But you don't need you don't need to be certified for anything. Well, I want you to get certified so we can make people pay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be certified. Half okay. The, all of, almost all the trainers that I follow aren't certified. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're huge names. <laughs> well, let's get really good at this thing. <laughs> So people want to come from all over and learn from Thomas and Dakota. Um, but, yeah, we're going to be doing some really cool informative instructing videos for guns. We're going to do some gear videos, montage videos, a bunch of stuff of us out shooting. I was thinking of maybe throwing around the idea of some other outdoors videos, some like maybe yeah. some hunting yeah. videos or some, some fishing videos, stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know if people would want to see it, anything like that. But I want everyone to remember that's listening that this is the – the reason we started this is that this is a community-based initiative. That's what we named it when we started so that we are doing this, but we want everyone else to partner with us in it just like you did with buying hoodies to send kids to camp. We want you to come out and train with us so you can learn with us. We don't want it to just be you watching us. We want to help people become better people. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm really excited for all the stuff we have coming and all the stuff that we plan on doing in the future. Yeah, so if you've got, like, if you see, you start to see this content and there's certain things that you want to see out of us, let us know because we're more than willing to, you know, put out the stuff that people are interested in. Absolutely. Um, so bear with us. We are really trying to get some of that video content out. Uh, hopefully sometime in the future we are going to get some type of studio and we'll be able to post video with these podcasts. Um, we won't be doing any podcasts outside anymore if we do that. But I, Spotify has said yes for us to do video on these podcasts, which is super cool because – what like Joe Rogan does that and I don't see many other people doing that but we were accepted I sent in an application and they said yeah go ahead do video on your podcast so as soon as we can get that up and running I would love to do that uh, really cool exciting things in the future but that's all I got anyone else 
Um, negative. I don't think so. Um, the only other thing I can say is uh, I've been really into working out, and I want you guys to pick up your slack because I'm passing you up, boy. Just kidding. But it is. It's, it's, been, it's been like literally life changing. Dakota has lost. Like how much months. have you lost completely? Um, since Thanksgiving. What what is it today? The twenty. 24th of April, okay, so almost, what, six exact months? December. We were on and off there for a while, December, but you've been January, hitting it pretty hard. February, March, April, uh, five months. In five months, it's been 33. That's crazy. Um, no way. Good stuff. Yes. And is, you're, you're about like, to hit 100. Now, now, keep in mind, literally for seven weeks, I was stuck at the exact same number. Yeah. But also shrinking, like, none of my clothes fit anymore. It's really annoying. <laughs> but, like, they're, like, literally this past week, I got off of 206 to 209. I was 206 to 209 for seven weeks. So, like, there's, like, two months where I was stuck at the same weight. You're about to see that one in front of your weight. So close. I ate cake today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, bro, I haven't stopped eating cake. You're, what are you? You're 202 right now? Uh, yeah. That's crazy. It was 201. I'm so hyped for you. Good stuff. But Proud yeah, of you. Proud I of you. I definitely have been slacking because your your clothes don't fit because you're getting s- smaller. My clothes don't fit because I'm getting fatter. That's <sighs> just my pants, dude. Like the pants don't fit. These pants, you sh- I'm, I'll show you after we're done. These shorts are huge. Really? Yes. My my shirts don't. I can fit. get both fists in between my body and the 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 band. Oh wow! Like it's huge. That's exciting though. Other than the fact that you gotta buy new clothes, right, exactly. no, none of my shirts fit anymore because I'm too wham. My too, my too arms wham. are too big. Too <laughs> my arms and my shoulders and my chest are too big. All right, but uh, yeah, authority, praying praying in authority. That's what it was. I couldn't think of the word. That was the word. Praying uh, with authority. Yeah, that is a good way to put it. Yes. And on that, we will end it. Pray with authority. Be excited for what Common Chaos has coming out. Be excited for the Old Testament. Be excited. For, everyone start reading the Old Testament because you don't know enough of your Bible. Hey, I've been. Yep. Just not the same spot. <laughs> um, this has been the Common Chaos Podcast, episode 60. Thomas, what do they do? Check out the website. It's pretty cool. There's not a whole lot on there right now. Um, but there's links to the ep- all the episodes. Yeah. yeah, the episodes where you can... To Spotify and all that stuff. Links to our Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, all that good Facebook, stuff. Facebook, yeah. So stay, stay check tuned out our on socials. Instagram. Stay tuned. Um, big stuff coming again. Uh, have a good week. You ready for next week's episode too? It's going to be a good one. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye, everybody. I can't find the button. What's next week?